That was so late. <laughs> well, the point is okay. to clap when I hear you clap. So no, that's not true, Alex. How many times have we been? Ugh, you have to predict when I'm about John to say says. clap. That's not how. I need to have a conversation with John. <laughs> this is so. St- it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. John, I, like I, John, okay. he's, he's he's got eyes on you, man. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Sho, and joining me tonight, we have Alex Senpai. I'm, I'm just here for the free candy. And lots of candy there is. Lots of treats and lots of tricks. And speaking of tricks and treats, we're doing another Spooktober-themed episode. Boo particularly because this is supposed to be coming out on the week of Halloween. I hope. Get your uh, pumpkin spice flavored party on. Um, Yeah, so specifically today, we're going to be talking about masks, the stuff that you put on your face to cover it up when you're looking ugly (laughs) and or when you want to go out trick-or-treating. Um, and how these masks feature in various anime and what they do for the anime and how they function in the story and add to the characters and so on and so forth. Um, This is totally not a last-ditch effort to find a topic that is spooktober-related. That's not what this is. This is not just a random topic. We're doing this because we really care about masks. You're giving away our secrets. And me and Alex and I both are very passionate about mask culture, okay? So let's go ahead and get started. So what do we think about when we think... Well, what do we uh, not think about? What do we... What comes to mind when we think about masks? The first thing is obviously the aesthetic effect. Is it cute? Is it ugly? Did she wear it right or did she just not pull it off at all? I like how you use the and, word she is like, this is definitely a feminine thing. Um, Obviously, everything is a feminine thing. I don't know. Do you live in 2019? It's current year. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, for me, I'm just going to bring up these examples of shows that include masks as a prominent feature of the show. And I'm just going to say uh, whether they wore it right or not. So one of the shows that I, well, I say show, one of the mangas that I really <laughs> appreciate a lot. I was about to say, because I know what you're about to talk about. And I'm like, you uh, better yes, specify because I because I have it as the number one example on this document here. Um, yes, one of the mangas that I love a lot is uh, Tokyo Ghoul. And that entire story is very heavily 
uh, inclusive of masks and they include masks in the themes of everything. So this is basically going to be a Tokyo Ghoul cast. I'm sorry, Alex, I didn't tell you that, but this is what this is. Um, well, I'm out. Bye, everyone. <laughs> no, come back. Um, but honestly, when you think about masks, the most iconic anime mask, debatably, but I will say it now, right now, is the Kaneki mask. I mean, even before... I knew what that show was. I had seen the mask and that image had stuck in my head. Like that is a very, um, a very bold image, a very memorable image. And I have to give it to the creator for uh, drawing such a, it honestly is quite frightening, a very grotesque, frightening image. Dare I uh, say it makes him look ghoulish? Why Listen, I it? had to incorporate the fucking title in the pun. Fuck you. And just to contrast with the beauty and wonderful detail that is the Tokyo Ghoul Kaneki mask, I would like to uh, talk about the Code Geass mask, which is another, uh, well, specifically the one that Lelouch wears, um, which is another show that very prominently features a mask on its main character. Um as like a really bad version of a mask aesthetically because it's not so much a like mask a though as much as it is a it's helmet like a, it is a helmet but it functions as a mask it certainly hides his face yes it does i mean it like honestly like if you think of like a helmet is supposed to protect you from injury and a mask is supposed to hide your identity it's more of a mask than a helmet even though physically it is a helmet um, so I'm going to categorize it as a mask. Um, and, uh, like, aesthetically, it is... It's like an astronaut. And astronauts are not cute. I'm sorry. But <laughs> your job is in jeopardy if you're an astronaut because there's not a lot of space flights going out. And also, you're not cute. Is it, um, is it in Code Geass, though, it's more about the practicality than it is the actual aesthetics? Yes, it is about the practicality. Um, because he has to hide his identity for what he's doing. But why can't you be functional and fashionable? Well, I think that's what the rest of his costume is for. But let's be honest, there's I don't not think many the rest people. Of his in, costume is fashionable. There's not many people in Code Geass that are going to be winning a fashion contest anyway. Because look at the got the fucking spaghetti limbs. That nothing looks good on anyone Wait. with spaghetti limbs. I can't really say. You know what? The mechs look good. That's the only. Okay, good, but yes, like, but they're not looking. human. <laughs> I know. Okay, you're right. <laughs> this isn't. Um, this isn't Evangelion. They're not like partially human. Anyways, so the point of me bringing up these examples is that masks can be amazing or they can be like not amazing. Um, I know I'm so great with my words, but. What I was trying to say is that there's a range, and some anime do it well, and some don't do it well. Do you have any uh, particular thoughts on the aesthetic effects of Mouse, Alex? I think that for anime in particular, since it's such a visual medium, um, if you're going to have a masked character of any kind, or any kind of character with facial coverings for that matter, um, it needs to probably look good on the character and they need to wear it well if you're gonna have it you know 
mean anything. If you're just having it there to have it there, then why do it in the first place? Like a good a good example is um, uh, Selty from Dorara, right? So Selty wears the helmet that she wears because she is a Dulahan who's lost her head, and she put which brings up another point: How the fuck does that thing stay on her head when it isn't there? but that's a completely different topic um but it it allows her to go out in public without raising a whole lot of suspicion and it looks good in the in the process like compared to the rest of what she wears which is pretty much a form-fitting spandex jumpsuit um it it makes the the helmet definitely stands out and adds to her personality you say that are you implying that the form-fitting outfit is simple and the mask is pops out? I'm, I'm. Well, in terms of like color, so yes. I would disagree. Well, in terms of color, yes. But I would say they're both like basic in their design. There's like not an intricate design on the mask. There's only like a yellow pop of color. I think the mask. I mean, not the mask. I think the bodysuit is uh, quite fashionable. Oh, I'm not, not saying it's not fashionable. I'm just saying that the helmet pops more than the bodysuit. Okay, sure. I mean, as as a complete package, it's great because you have the contrasting yellow with black and it makes her stand out. But I think in terms of aesthetics, like it works on an aesthetic level and a practical level for what she needs I do it for. Love, I do love the Wiz Khalifa song, Black and Yellow, <laughs> and that was featuring Selty Sterlison on the chorus. I'm so gonna... I can't even... <laughs> I can't even say anything about Selfie. The fact, so the fact saying... that I think that there might be some truth to that is scary. Oh, God. Um, so are you saying that the f- uh, fashion of the mask is only as good as its functionality? No, because it can be more aesthetically pleasing than it is practical. Um, a good example of that is, um, well, it's not necessarily a mask, but it's a facial covering, is uh, Rika from loved to need be another delusions like she wears an eye patch right which is not a mask with its face covering and it kind of works for what we're talking about um it's not practical in any sense in fact it makes it way more difficult for her to function because she has very little depth perception while she wears it um but it looks good on her it look, makes her look cute and, and as someone who likes Chinebius, i think it looks cute um <laughs> and it also kind of um What's the word I'm looking for? It fits her personality because as she is a Genebio, she has this what's what's the what that's the translation of Genebio? Eighth grader syndrome? De- oh, yeah. Delusional. Uh, yeah, delusional eighth grader syndrome. Um so I think in that in that aspect, why it's way more aesthetic than it is practical, but it works because of the type of character that she is. Okay. So it's like more I understand. It fits her character aesthetic, mm-hmm. I guess. Sure. Yeah, and it also it also ties into her personality. <laughs> yeah. So we've uh, brushed on this already a little, but the, I mean, the main function of masks, other than to spook your friends, uh, Halloween, not just as a Halloween episode, is to Fuck you, hide your face. identity. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, yes. you so, you and I have been playing Dead by Daylight. Fucking hate Ghostface. God, oh my god, I've actually been uh, playing a lot of games as Ghostface. Oh, you suck! People. You suck so oh, bad. My god. I love first person murder. Oh, my favorite activity. 
Um, you can do that IRL. You'll just get a free. You'll get a free house for the rest of your life. Yeah, but I can't brag about it on a podcast. <laughs> so what's the point? Um, if a if a man gets murdered in the middle of Halloween and nobody's there to brag about it on a podcast, did it really happen? Wait, what? Anyways, um, hello, police. Back to anime. <clears throat> So there are a lot of uh, anime characters that use masks to hide their identity. Uh, like the ones we talked about already. Um, like Kaneki from Tokyo Ghoul. He can't be found out by the investigators. I forget what their official term is, but like whatever. Oh, so before we move on, can masks. I just say about Tokyo Ghoul? Mm-hmm. So I think you mentioned it. Like it's it's very iconic with Tokyo Ghoul, like all of the marketing mm-hmm. for Tokyo Ghoul, whether it's the anime, the manga, um, there's been a live action. There's been two live action Tokyo Ghoul movies, haven't there? I don't know. Um, I don't watch live action. All, all the marketing for that. anime podcast. All the, <laughs> all the marketing for that um, all use Kaneki wearing a mask. So it has become very iconic with that particular franchise. And I think if you're going to have a character, especially a main character who uses a mask, uh, for the purposes that like Kaneki uses that mask, it should be done in a such a way where it can become iconic. I mean, okay, honestly, the functionality of hiding his identity is not really that important to the story. It's but like on paper, that's the reason he's wearing the mask. But that's but um, the aesthetics of it is what's become iconic. Yeah, like, the real you can't the real imagine... purpose of the mask is is aesthetic. No, no one imagines Kaneki without that mask anymore. Like. They don't. I guess. He has a lot of different forms, honey. So many different... Anyways, sure. He has a very iconic mask. Yes. Um, oh, I was just going to say, I have a, a Blu-ray box set of Tokyo Ghoul, and then the cover of the box set is the mask that you take off, and then the actual art on the box is his face without a mask. So I'm like, oh my god. Amazing marketing. Wait, can you act? No. Is this like mask big enough to fit on your own face? Please tell me you've worn it. It's not an actual mask. It's hard to describe. It's like a, it's like a transparent cover that has the picture of a mask on it, and then when you put it on the box, the mask goes on the picture of the. Oh, you know I was kind of. We might as well just Google it. I, I, I <laughs> but will. it's a really good marketing. I, just trust me. I will when we get done. It, it, it just reminded me of the fact, like you know, you can. It's almost like there's some of these box sets now that are coming with things for help to help you cosplay some of the characters. Like the box set for the first season of um, Don Machi came Don with Machi. an actual boot I string. knew you were going to say Don Machi. <laughs> no, because the fucking box set for the first season comes with a literal boob string that you can wear. Yes, Alex. I know you use that very, very frequently. Shut up. Um, Yeah, and we've talked about Lelouch from Code Geass. Um. Not only does it um, hide his identity, but it also helps with his power. And we talked about Selty. I mean, we have all these other examples that we don't really have to talk about. I mean, those are like, those three people are honestly the biggest examples in anime of uh, like probably the most popular characters that wear masks, unless there are shows that I haven't watched, like Naruto. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't want to talk about this. Yes, there is a character who very prominently wears a mask in Naruto. I just don't think I can talk about it without spoiling so much. Um, That's fine. We don't have to talk about I, it. I will say, I, I will say the, the only reason this character wears a mask is to hide his identity. 
and that Great. that's it. I mean, there's nothing. It's not about aesthetics. It's not about it's it's not about like a, a I guess it also kind of inadvertently hides a bit of body dysmorphia. But um, yeah, it, it's specifically to hide this person's identity so that they can kind of manipulate things behind the scenes. Sure. So on topic. Um, yeah. So obviously, masks hide identity. That's like part of the definition of a mask but what else do masks do uh apparently they're funny <laughs> <laughs> so, that was like so that was the most like i don't give a shit transition i ever. don't i honestly don't i wrote this um, down i wrote this down in our notes because i wanted to talk about a specific person um that came to mind when i thought of masks being used for comedic effect and that's veneer in konosuba season two um Fucking Veneer is funny because he's so over the top. He's so full of himself. And yet he wears this mask that doesn't have any eyes. So when he's wearing it, you can't fucking see anything out of it. So I'm like, and, he, and he's constantly set up as the fall person for um for some of the shit that goes on. And and it's really funny because when um, Darkness ends up wearing the mask and she... <laughs> she he veneer tried to take over her he's, he's like having none of this because she's enjoying it too much which which oh so you wrote this down too illusions to bdsm which is something that darkness wants it has nothing to do with the mask unless i'm forgetting something uh you should go rewatch season two of I'd rather not. I try to erase that from my But anyway memory. my my point in writing that down was the fact that veneer does in fact wear a mask and it's it's a really funny looking mask and the character is essentially supposed to be a comedic fall guy. I see you've also written down Shimonetta. Oh yeah. Which... So that, that I, I, I wrote that down partially because of the comedic effect, because the mask that they wear is just underwear that's on their head. Um, but it's also done in Shimonetta to make a point because in Shimonetta, the, like the, the whole plot of the story revolves around like censorship and shit. So, and especially censorship of things that are considered lewd by the government. So, wearing underwear on your head is like this big middle finger to the government saying, fuck you, I'm going to be as lewd as I want. Haven't watched it? I'll trust you. <laughs> it sounds very funny. I'm laughing so hard right now. <laughs> you just can't see it through the Botox. Um, so, yes. Masks can be funny as well. Um... Back to the basic functionality of masks. Uh, yes, they hide identity, but what does that effect have on the story? Well, the hiding of identity creates a veil of illusion. And what is behind the mask? It's like the whole plot of um, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Who's behind the mask? Indeed. And so there is a mystery about who is behind the mask. Um, but for most anime plot lines, um, the viewer knows who's behind the mask. So it's not really a, a mystery for the a- viewer. A.K.A. Code Geass. Uh, well, like most, if not all of these examples that we have, we know who's behind the mask. Um, but the point is that it's the aspect of mystery is brought into the show by the mask. Mm. And that aspect of mystery usually translates to, um, you know, an actual mystery occurring 
in the show independent of the mask. So, for example, in Code Geass, um, the mystery is who killed, um, was it, who killed the mother? Who killed Lelouch's mother? Mm. I believe that was the Mm -hmm. mystery. And in uh, Tokyo Ghoul, it's like, I can't, it's like, who was behind, or what is the mystery behind Kaneki becoming a ghoul? And it's all about unraveling that mystery. And in Durarara, it's obviously, who, <laughs> who took the head? Where's the head? Right? So <laughs> Who's getting the head from I th- Salty? <laughs> I, I think that it's more than just a coincidence that there's these mystery plot lines, um, the very prominent mystery plot lines, um featured in these shows that have masks on their main characters so i think that the idea of a mask brings or like it really meshes well with mysteries um and i find like a lot of maybe western shows that have masks also correlate with mysteries like you said phantom of the opera is that is there a mystery in phantom of the opera i assume there the, is. the mystery is who's behind the mask Okay, so, like, because, like, when you think of a mask, you think of a mystery. And even if you do know who's behind the mask, maybe there's a mystery somewhere else in the show. So I think that masks do a good idea of letting the viewer know that there will be mystery somewhere in the show. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's probably the best way to, to indicate that to an audience, is to have yeah, a masked I, character. Mm. It's a great shortcut to let the viewers yeah. know what's going I mean, it's to, not, what it's, you're going to expect. It's by no means the only way to illustrate that to an audience, but it is probably the easiest way to illustrate that. Very fig- mm-hmm. uh, very literally, actually, that there's going to be a uh, a mystery to solve. Um, yeah. You mentioned that uh, a lot of times uh, there it's already known to the audience who is behind the mask, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Code Geass and Celt. Yeah, with Lelouch, Selty, Indorora, um, Kaneki, and Tokyo Ghoul. Um, there are examples where you don't at least not immediately know who's behind the mask. Um, the most prominent recent example that comes to mind for me is Goblin Slayer. Um, when that anime and manga starts, you are not, you as an audience member and the people in the, the characters in the story aren't aware of who's actually in the suit and behind the mask. I very because I had not read the manga when I watched it. I had erroneously believed that Goblin Slayer was an actual goblin, and that was going to be the big twist. Isn't aren't like goblins shorter than humans? Yeah, I just my my the reason I thought is like he's going to become some kind of special goblin who, who I don't know has sentience and can speak and i don't uh, know i just thought that that, would, that was going to be the big twist that he had turned out to be the thing that he was slaying i mean that would make sense because then that's a reason why he would wear a face covering mm-hmm. i don't know what the actual reason why he wears a face covering is it just for aesthetic effect or what uh partially um or is it spoilers <laughs> kind of uh it, well it's spoilers going forward because i have since picked up the manga um i just go watch Goblin Slayer. <laughs> okay, I probably won't, but you viewers can go watch. I was it just I I, I wanted to bring so that up. To. I wanted to bring that up as an example where both initially both the audience and the characters don't know who's behind the mask. I'm trying to think if interesting. I, I'm trying to think if there's a situation where um, 
that that I can think of where the the characters in the story knows behind the mask, but the audience doesn't. And I can't readily think of an example of that. It's probably some minor character. It's got to be. Um, Somewhere. The, it's not relevant. If you can think of an example of that, please let us know. Because <laughs> I... <laughs> In in the entire annals of anime, there has to be at least one example of that happening. I just can't readily think of an example of it. Well, I'll leave that to our viewers. Um, a few minutes back, you mentioned BDSM, mm. which... Your favorite subject. I don't know how that correlates to the mask in Konosuba, but sure, I'll take it. Um, but... I did write down BDSM as one of the purposes. Please of a tell mask. me we're not going to talk about Black Butler. Um, that has nothing to do with BDSM. Oh, please! Like... Have you seen the Dodinchi? Oh God! Now you've got me off topic. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I write this down? Okay, it's not because I was horny. That is not why I wrote down BDSM. That lies. Absolute, <laughs> unadulterated lies. Okay, no. I think that this is not just like some crack idea I have. I think that literally masks purposefully um, like are supposed to like tell the viewer or are supposed to make the viewer think of BDSM. Um, why? Because in a lot of the shows that or a lot of the animes that include masks, there's a lot of physical, quote-unquote, discipline, or more specifically, like, harassment, or, like, assault. More <laughs> or specifically, death. assault. No, not death. Because that's death is not BDSM. That's a whole different thing. That's just called homicide. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. There but, seems to be a fair amount of death in Tokyo Ghoul and Code Geass. <laughs> Actually, you'd think there'd be a lot of death in Tokyo Ghoul, but when the characters seem to die, they're actually ghouls and they survive. Oh my god! So oh my god! Is this like just, is this like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure where they're not dead; they're just retired? Um, no, it's more like they get stabbed a hundred times and then they pass out, and there's blood on the floor, and then the next chapter they're like, "Yeah, just another Tuesday." Like oh, oh my god! It's okay. like it's like The Walking Dead. You got to cut off their heads, man. That I'm pretty sure someone's had their head cut off and they still survived. Wow. <laughs> um, but like obviously, Tokyo Ghoul is like there's a lot of sadomasochism in Tokyo Ghoul, um, and there's a lot of masks in Tokyo Ghoul. Is relation? There, I, I I've. I, yeah, coincidence? No. Forgive me because I actually haven't watched and or read Tokyo Ghoul, which you clearly have. Isn't there a scene where Kaneki is getting like legit tortured and yes, like it's very BDSM like the way he's getting tortured? Yeah, that's like one of the iconic positions. <laughs> is okay. Shut up. <laughs> like okay, like in the promotional artwork for Tokyo Ghoul, an iconic position of Kaneki is for him to be sitting in a chair which alludes to the scene where he gets tied to a chair and tortured so and that was at like the end of okay I won't specifically say when it is but um yeah that is a very uh iconic part of the show um but not just Tokyo Ghoul uh like 
Durara, Celt, uh, well, I don't know. This Celty is wears a very so, tight leather outfit. No, I'm going to say there is torture in Celty's past. I won't spe- specify any further. Okay, you are right. <laughs> so, yeah. But I will say that. Um, Don't know if there's anything else here that is related to torture. Um, I know Lelouch kills a lot of people. I don't think he tortures anyone, though. There's so much. Could be wrong. It's like, there's a surprising amount of death in Code Geass. Like, going back and rewatching it, it's like, ooh, this probably isn't what I should have been watching at 12 years old. You watched it at 12 years no, old? No, I wasn't that young, but... Okay. <laughs> but I could, certainly um, could have seen myself watching it at 12 years old and thinking, wow, so oh much blood, my. so cool. Um, I mean, okay, you did mention Black Butler, which I did have written down. Um, I have him here because there are allusions CL, to the main BDSM character. in that show. Fuck you. What? There are definite allusions to BDSM in that show. Okay, fine. Fine. Well, okay. Okay. So, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Okay, I I have Black Butler as an example here because he wears an eye patch, which is technically a face covering. Um, and that eye patch is like relevant to the plot. So, I'm like, whatever, we'll throw you in. Um, I don't know about BDSM, but there's a lot of sexual over and under and mostly overtones in that show. So, just, you know, I, if masks, I remember, I don't remember sexual. what episode it is, but I I specifically remember an episode of Black Butler where oh where the yeah, go ahead. the opening the opening of the episode is Ciel being having like ropes around him and he's like like just moaning as if he's in immense pain slash pleasure and it just turns out that it's fucking Sebastian trying to get a corset on. I'm thinking, yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory right there yeah i remember that too so there you go there you go there is bdsm and black butler confirmed um i don't think any other examples here apply but when you see a mask just know there's some discipline that's gonna go down um so another uh function of a mask in anime is that it can dehumanize the person that's wearing it. Um, so I wrote down that it literally dehumanizes them. Oh, because a lot of the people who wear masks are not human. <laughs> uh, Kaneki is not a human. Selty <laughs> anymore. Not a human. Selty is not a human. Ciel's <laughs> kind of not human. Yeah, well, Ciel, you could argue, is not human. You could also argue that Lelouch isn't human for various reasons. Uh, um, okay, I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, that we won't explain. I, we also have uh, an example here of Overlord, mm, where the main character, the Bone Daddy Eins, wears like a demon mask when he goes out so that they don't know he's a Bone Daddy. And he's definitely not human. Well, he, he used to be. Not when he was, <laughs> whatever he wore the mask, he was not. Well, certainly not after he got isekai'd. <laughs> nope. Uh... I mentioned this before, but like you and I have both read Overlord, and so is John. And mm-hmm. I constantly forget that that's an isekai. It's the, it's the only isekai I've ever read or watched where I genuinely forget while I'm reading it it's an isekai. 
I guess. I don't know what, like, what makes a story an isekai. Uh, well, getting like, transported to another world is a big help. Okay, but I meant, like, what in the story... I don't Would know. It you... just I, I read it and I think this is just a general fantasy. No, I'm like, no, it's an isekai. I wouldn't say that. Isn't it like central to the plot how he's like separate from the Yes, but I just world? say as I've read it, I constantly forget it's an isekai and that doesn't happen with any other okay, isekai I've ever so. read. Okay. But off completely That's off topic. Great to know. Okay. <laughs> the mask of isekai. <laughs> so, yes. Um masked anime people <laughs> is the phrase but mass anime people can be dehumanized literally but more specifically they're dehumanized uh ethically because a lot of people who wear masks are not good people <laughs> and they have uh, a lot of uh, baggage which applies to a lot of the things we just talked about <laughs> a lot of the characters we just talked about can i ask you apply something? this to yeah, because we we've talked a lot about Lelouch from Code Geass, and I've had conversations with people about this before. Do you genuinely think he's a good person or no? Oh God! Because he Listen. he he seems to be so singularly focused on his goal. It's like the ends justify the means, and most people who are like that are not considered good people. Is it like is that is there a phrase called hard love, where tough love, tough love? Thank you. Tough love is what describes Lelouch, because he's going to punch you to help you. Or, or sometimes kill make you, you kill yourself to help to you. To help you. Yes, that is what Lelouch is. <laughs> I don't know, just, you, you brought that up and it made me think about that, because I've, I've had conversations with people about Lelouch, whether he's actually a, a, um, a hero or a villain. Depends on what side you're on. <laughs> I don't know, it's it's a it's a really good point that you know a lot of people who wear masks or not I will say a lot but many characters who wear masks in stories uh, tend not to be the best people. Um, I again I haven't seen Tokyo Ghoul but I imagine that Kaneki has to do things that are not considered uh, fine and upstanding. Nope, he does not. I mean, he does stuff that is not upstanding. Yeah, correct. And. Selty has her moments where she's like, you know, fuck you, where's my head? I think Selty is like a, as a pretty nice person. Oh, in general, yeah, I would say so. But I, I, I certainly think there are moments in the story where she's like, you know, fuck morality, I fucking want my head back. I don't remember those moments, but if you say so. Jirara is a, is a long show. Uh, I don't remember. We should actually, <laughs> we should one day just do a, a like a thing about Jirara. That'd be great. I can't. I don't even understand it. That's the idea to understand. <laughs> no, Ugh, I can't talk about something I don't understand. Listen, it's a miracle if I ever piece together the plot in my mind. Um, <laughs> so getting back to what we were talking about, though, um, with dehumanization, uh, I do have an example that we haven't talked about yet. Um, and that's the character of Hyakimaru from Dororo. Um, not to give too much away. Um, of course, this happens at the very, very beginning, so it's not really a spoiler. Um, Hyakimaru is a character who was born with pr- no skin, no... Um, no uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Arms and legs. I had a fucking word for that. Limbs. But. Limbs, thank you. I knew there was a word for that. <laughs> I know English well. Uh, 
And almost all of him, when you first, when we first meet uh, Hyakimaru uh, after he grows up, um, he is almost all masked. Like almost all of his body is fake. And the story is about him regaining his humanity by, you know, slaying these demonic creatures. Um, and all of these demonic creatures he slays has par- have part of his body. And as he slays them, he gets these parts of his body back. So it's about the, the whole story of Dororo is about losing that mask that dehumanizes you. This is the FMA part two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the same thing, except with FMA, it's not uh, like an actual mask. It's more of a figurative mask in FMA. Oh, yeah, there's a masked figure in FMA. Is there? <laughs> totally forgot. Who? I forget. The little brother. Oh, Al, yeah. Well, he was, yeah. I guess kind of the same thing as um, as Goblin Slayer. It's, like, it's a full body armor. It's like full suit body armor. But yeah, it does cover his... Well, he doesn't actually have a face, but uh, it's disembodied voice. Well, I would consider it a mask. I got Yeah, it's certainly... It is weird because it's not covering up anything. <laughs> it's just his body or his soul is bounded to a suit of armor. Oh, I guess that would be a skin then. That would. I guess technically, yeah, it would be a skin. This is very. Uh... I didn't even think about that. Now that you brought it up, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> oh my. <clears throat> I think it qualifies. It could, I guess. But I guess what I was going, kind of going back to the FMA thing though, and relating it to Dororo, it's kind of the same thing as um, what Edward has with he. You know, he's missing one arm and one leg. And part of what they're doing not only is to get Al's body back, but also to get his arm and his leg back. So yeah. undehumanizing him. Is that is undehumanate non I don't know. Humanize. Humanize, Humanize yeah. Correct. <laughs> I'm just trying to relate Dodo to, to FMA and I, I think there's actually a correlation there. Probably. I haven't watched Dororo. It's really it good. Similar. You should it, it's really, really good. I don't do samurai shows. I so you've told me, which is the reason you refuse to watch Demon Slayer. Nope, not gonna watch it. No samurai boys. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so I mean, we're talking about dehumanization because the act of putting a mask on your face is sort of the it sort of takes away, you know, your face, mm-hmm. and the face is the like cultural indicator of a person so when you put the mask on you're taking away your humanity your like your signifier of humanity and so that's why um it's a good symbol for dehumanization and on that similar vein um replacing your face with a different object is very uncanny um it's very classic horror to replace your any part of your body with a different object in order to get an uncanny effect in order to creep you out um the perfect example of this is um why dolls are creepy because they resemble humans but they're not like the the fine details you can tell they're not human, but they're supposed and, to resemble And it. there's there's a phrase for this. It's called the uncanny valley. Yes. So um, masks 
do the uncanny valley um effects in a similar way that dolls do and uh, i think anime also uh uses masks to get this effect um you know like we obviously tokyo ghoul is a horror manga anime whatever um obviously the mask itself is quite uh creepy but the fact that it is a mask and that it is making the person who wears it uncanny adds to the creepiness and i would also argue that um the mask on selty while not like like wet your pants when you look at it creepy um i think it just adds to the general creepy atmosphere that durara has i mean i can see i can i mean maybe calling durara a creepy show is a little a little much uh, stretching it yeah i might be stretching it a bit but i mean to me it's there's it has a very dark atmosphere the color palette is very dark um we're always in empty well not empty but like yeah well we're always in like empty back alleys it's like it's it's a it's always nighttime it's a very horror-esque setting and i feel like there is and I, like the ost is like there's a lot of like very i would say creepy tracks i don't know like very they're not bombastic they're very subtle i understand what you're getting at like so i like i think there's like a general atmosphere of just a little like subtle creepiness and i think that Celtic's mask is also adding to that um i guess you could consider her an urban myth is that what they call her in the or like something along those lines like like basically an urban myth which again is um correlated to horror because, yeah. you know, urban myths. And she is a Dullahan, obviously. Yeah. I, mean, so, I was about to say, like, a Dullahan is a mythological creature from Irish mythology, so it's yeah. been around longer than cities have. But I don't know if I would consider an urban myth, a mythological figure, perhaps, but not an urban myth. Although a lot of Durara re- revolves around this, like, urban uh, fantasy, almost. I don't know what I don't know Wait, what else what to is... call it. It's like it's like modern fantasy where it's like so many, so many fantasy stories take place like in you know medieval times with swords and shields. It's like uh, Dorada has these really f- fantastical elements to it, but it takes place in modern times. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you'd call that like modern just... fantasy or urban fantasy. I don't know. I mean, Dorada is a very urban centric. Oh yeah. Show. So, I guess it is an urban fantasy. Um... But, like, a lot of these shows that include masks um, definitely are going for the creepy vibe. Um, like, Overlord. Um, like, obviously, the main genre of Overlord is fantasy. But, I mean, all the main characters are supposed to be super villains. So, they're obviously, there's a creepy vibe there. Um, Black Butler, which, again, the main genre is not horror, but there's definitely a creepy vibe pedo vibe <laughs> creepy vibe um yaoi vibe that has nothing to do with horror but yes <laughs> yaoi is celebratory okay not <laughs> horrific um what else oh mm, i don't know if chunibyo i guess it could be like comedically horrific because like it has i mean 
the eye patch is supposed to uh, traditionally be um, a scary thing, but in the sense of Chunibyo, it's it's like spoopy. Yes. So it's used for um, comedic effects. I think that's all the examples that apply here. At least that we've already mentioned for sure. Um, let me ask you something though. So you mentioned like uncanniness and creepiness. What would you consider in terms of mask to be more creepy, a full face mask or a partial face mask? Uh, probably a full face. I would say the same thing too, because there, there's so many, there's so many things you can figure out about some, and you know, we tell we tell ourselves that we don't like to judge people by how they look, but there's so many things that you can outwardly tell from a lot of people by looking at their face. And if you can't see that, there's so much information that I think is lost by not being able to see that. I think that's why a lot, and this is a Western example, but it's why a lot of Western horror icons wear masks, especially full face masks. I'm thinking specifically of like Michael Myers from Halloween, Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, um, Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like they all wear full face masks and it makes it so creepy because you can't really tell a lot about them from the masks that they wear dehumanizes them yes it does even a person or are they an entity (laughs) out to destroy you but you see what i mean like they they wear those full face masks and it makes their their character really kind of unsettling and and creepy yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that that's one thing that we kind of mentioned it in our horror episode that that western horror does well and it it uses masks to accomplish that a lot yep especially because you know technically like animation in and of itself is technically a representation of an actual face mm-hmm. that is incomplete yeah like it doesn't an anime face doesn't um perfectly represent what a face would it's an be. idealized version of what a face could be right so when you so in live action when you have an actual face that's being covered up there's a bigger uh difference between mm that you're missing you're missing so much of the details in the face that it creates a a greater effect that's why this is slightly off topic but i think i think it's relevant like i've seen artists take like photographs of actual people and then adjust the proportions to like if their proportions were as they are shown to be in anime a lot of times especially with the big eyes and like the really thick eyebrows and the like the uh, what do you call it the uh, the eyelashes that pop really well and it looks really creepy if you see it on a real person's face it's like oh no but like oh, yeah. you see it animated mm-hmm. and it's 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 completely different mm-hmm. it's kind of like um those uh blindfolds you used to sleep that have anime eyes on them yes which i own one. <laughs> oh god <laughs> wait what okay i'm not gonna even i'm not gonna go into that but that is creepy. It is. It is creepy, and it's it. Like, yeah, we see it in anime all the time, and it's like it's really cute, and we say oh, and kawaii. And then you, if you see it on an actual face, it it looks like a fucking monster. Uh, yeah. In the horror anime uh, podcast, we were saying how there aren't really much horror anime, but in reality, I think every anime is horror because I mean they're all they all have anime face. <laughs> pretty scary so horrific i know um so speaking of uh terrifying faces 
some people wear masks because they're ugly. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go now. And that's why Alex owns that. Wow. Anime. Wow. <laughs> I had to do it. I'm sorry. Please don't hurt me. Okay. Um, She'll stab but... you repeatedly while you sleep. Oh, God. Um, okay. Anyways, I'm not going to. I'm not. Okay. Reel it back. Get back to masks. So, yes. Yeah, some people wear it because they're ugly or because they think they're ugly because they're ashamed of their themselves um there's such a huge trope of um anime characters who like grow out their bangs because they're shy and ashamed of their looks even though they're not ugly or just have a a modest personality so they cover their face with their hair um or they've been cast as the main character in a hentai lol um (laughs) very funny uh but yes so i think masks are inherently also can be i just used a lot of words there a lot of helping words in this sentence (laughs) so many prepositions but no nouns okay masks can be a symbol of shame because you know you're hiding yourself and I feel that a lot of anime characters that have masks do have a very um, relevant aspect of their personality that is shameful. Um, I feel like we're about to come back to Tokyo Ghoul. No, I was actually going to go to like... Well, actually, I have no idea what I was going to go to. Do you have something you want to go to? (laughs) Um, I know one of these characters is shameful. Well... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there is a bit of uh, of that that comes to mind for a uh, certain character i'm thinking of hay and darker than black um i i mean he wears a mask primarily to hide his identity but he's also a very depressed and lonely person um and i think that's partially why he wears the mask that he does Mm mm-hmm I've watched Darker Than Black like 1,000 years ago. I don't remember. I know. It's been way too long ago for me. Like, I I don't remember. I I know there's more reasons that he wears the mask, but it's like, I'd have to go back and rewatch it. But I did. I know that he wears the mask, and it's a pretty iconic mask that it's used to promote this. It was used to promote the series at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know that it becomes part of the story because in the second season, which a lot of people think is not that good, and I kind of agree, um, they kind of dig deeper into his backstory Mm -hmm. i mean i think the biggest examples for me of a mask wearing character that hates themselves and is shameful is like lelouch who like takes on all the burdens of the world onto himself so hard on himself he blames himself all the bad things that happened to him he like it's all my fault you know yeah he's like a martyr for whatever all the shit he's done um, and also CL from Black, but- Black Butler, who is like, he's he's like suffering because his parents were killed. So and basically the entire show is trying to find his parents' murder, murder, murderer. Yes, that's a lot of errs. Um, and he's like suffering the entire time. So I definitely think there is a correlation between suffering and self-hatred and the mask. Um, it's also why because it, you're hiding yourself from the world it's also <laughs> why a lot well again it's also to hide identities but i think it's also why a lot of like american comic book superheroes wear masks 
you think about it, there's a lot of them that are very shameful of themselves. I wouldn't know. Do you have like any particular examples? Well, the the obvious example that comes to mind is, um, is Batman because I mean, yeah, he wears the Mm -hmm. mask to hide his identity, but he also just wallers in self-loathing. True. Um, speaking of superheroes, we haven't even talked about My Hero Academia, which I didn't want to talk about because I feel I that move on. <laughs> I feel that they don't use masks as symbols. They just use it because it's part of their aesthetic. I don't think there's really much more to it, personally. I, so. I don't either. I think the, the whole thing about MHA is it's supposed to be emulating American comic books. I mean, to its credit, it does that aesthetic very well because there's so many characters that are costumed and they have these identities that they portray outwardly that are slightly different than how they are actually. And I don't think the, ma- like, why do they wear masks? Cause I'm pretty sure everybody knows who they are. Yeah. It's like superheroes are in, in at least in the world of MHA superheroes are like a very common thing. So I don't know why so many of them go to the trouble of even trying to hide their identity. It's like, you know, th- you're not special. Yeah. You know, inconsistencies, plot holes. Doesn't make sense. Okay. Moving on. Um, speaking of being ashamed of yourself, when you're ashamed of yourself, you usually don't want to associate with other people because and then other people will notice that you are a loser and you are not worth it. So um, the mask can be a physical barrier between you and the people around you. And a mask can be a symbol of isolating yourself from other people. Um, And I think it's a pretty decent symbol. And a lot of characters that do wear masks do isolate themselves from the people around them. Um, Like, basically all these characters. Kaneki goes off on his own. Goblin Slayer. Lelouch betrays everyone. Goblin Slayer. I don't know what he does. He, well, I mean, in the beginning of the story, he starts out as like a lone wanderer kind of character. Mm-hmm. Selty, I think she's like, she doesn't want help. I think people offer her help and she's just like, I'm going to find my own fucking head by my own fucking self. I'm like, okay, girl. Whatever you want to do with your life. Um... Ainz is just kind of an idiot who couldn't function if it weren't for the people around him. It's true. And Ainz wants to like, he doesn't go out into this new world trying to make genuine friends. Mm. He is just keeping to himself and manipulating everyone on the outside. So he really is isolating. He's like literally, physically, his dungeon is isolated. And like from social ties, he is isolated from the entire world. So like Ainz is like super isolated. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of getting away from, but you can say that about a lot of isekai protagonists because they get isolated from the world they came from. True. I mean, not all, well, obviously not all of them wear masks. In fact, most of them don't even seem to. But um, it's it's sort of like a think, figurative mask. Yeah, I don't think that's by choice though. No, no, no. It, it uh, like ninety nine percent of the time, it's not by choice at all. But it is like a, it, it's certainly a correlation. Interesting. Yes. Uh, and the last thing we have here that a mask can be used for. We have like so many uses. For I know. It's like here. who who knew that a piece of like metal or wood could be so useful? It's such 
such an icon, such a such a beautiful tool for discipline. Mitch Miller I mean, would <clears throat> also be plastic. Of course, love plastic. Um, yes. So the last <laughs> uh, use that a mask can have in a story that I have thought of is, uh, or yeah, is um, it can be a symbol of a personality that has a lot of different sides to it that clash with each other because really a mask is what is a mask it's making a second identity of you Mm. so that can be reflected internally as having multiple sides of your personality you know fighting each other um that's very, very plainly obvious in um, Tokyo Ghoul, where he has the black side and the white side. You know, this this is really the Tokyo. We talked about Tokyo Ghoul so much you. in this episode. I've never even fucking watched oh, it. Honey, I tricked you. <laughs> um. Yes. Um. Similar to like self-loathing and shame, you know, mm. having a, a internal conflict inside you. Um. Lelouch has this problem with his personality where he's trying to do multiple things at once and they're all clashing with each other. Um, I think. I don't know you if can say anyone that, you, else. Can, you can say that about Rika with her eye patch and love Geneva and other true. delusions. Like, that is true. She's, she's insanely depressed on the inside, but she's using that, you know, that Chinebio, that eye patch that is really a a, a symbol of her Chinebio-ness uh, to not to cover up the fact that she's really, really depressed. Um, not, by, by the way, not the healthiest way to deal with your depression if you suffer from it. Wear a mask. Or just pretend to be someone you're not. Uh-huh. Um, be so the same thing. There's, a, there's sort of a subset to this that I, I'd like to touch on, and that's like th- there are characters out there that have really larger-than-life personalities um, that wear facial coverings of some ilk, uh, and it kind of goes along with, uh, you know, who they are, their their type of personality. Um, someone we haven't mentioned yet that definitely fits this is Kamina from Gurren Lagann. Um, he wears these, like, really oversized, ridiculous-looking... I assume they're supposed to be sunglasses. Um, and he has this, like, bombastic, uh, crazy, large and light personality. It's like, yes, we can do it! And he's constantly spouting one-liners, and he's always upbeat, and... I mean, the, the the oversized glasses that he wears that he's always, like, flipping up and looking at people with, like, a gleam in his eye, it's like it's, it's really analogous to that personality. It fits it really, really well. Yep, it's a pretty great image yeah, maybe, to maybe not like personality. Maybe not, like, literally a mask, but it's certainly a facial covering that does what it's supposed to do. I think also yeah. uh, another larger-than-life personality that uses it in something far more recent is the character of Inosuke from Demon Slayer. He wears like a full-faced boar helmet-looking thing. I, and I, I I swear to God, this this I could actually believe this happened based on the character, that he actually just went out into the fucking forest, found a boar, chopped off its head, took out the innards, and just started to wear it on his head. Um, it's... It, it it plays so well into his wild child personality that he has. And it it also kind of dips into that, like, uh, 
creepiness a little bit. I, creepiness is probably the wrong word. Uncanniness, because when you first meet him, like you, you don't really know who he is. He hasn't he doesn't take off his uh, that boar head until I think like two episodes after you meet him, uh, and he just seems like this really crazy out there person, which he is, um, and. I don't know. It's almost a. I I feel like the character of Inosuke in Demon Slayer would not be anywhere near as endearing if it wasn't for the fact that he wears the boar head. I don't know why, but I I feel like it just it wouldn't be. It's it's a part of his personality. I can't imagine him being without. Is the mask? Well, I haven't seen. (laughs) I know you haven't seen Demon Slayer as much as I try desperately, desperately to get you watching. Um, but. I don't know. It, it fits into what you're, what we're talking about because I just, I can't imagine him. And the funniest thing is, so I don't know if you know exactly who I'm talking about, but it, it's character that wears the boar head. He wears no shirt and he only just mm-hmm. wears pants. And the funniest thing about this is in the episode where he finally does take off the boar helmet, um, you know, everyone sees his face for the first time. He has this really somewhat effeminate looking face. And, these these two main characters of Zenitsu and Tanjiro are looking at him at, well Zenitsu in, in particular because um, he's kind of an idiot uh, looks at him with no shirt on mind you and says are you a girl so funny <sighs> <laughs> like I, I get the I get that he was wearing a mask and you couldn't see his face but the fact that he doesn't have tits should have been you know a big giveaway that he wasn't a girl not all women have tits. Oh my god! I'm not even. No, we're not going there. Fuck you. Are you being transphobic? Fuck you. Move on. Well, I think that is a great way to end our podcast. Um, thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we sure enjoyed bringing it to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you'd like us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things are down below in the description. I've been your host, Sho, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Alex. You know, I completely forgot to mention, I have an actual Celtic helmet. I should have been wearing it this whole time. Then I would be able to hear you less. You should have. (laughs) 